filed under, 1. Ruach HaKodesh The Holy Spirit, tags, Ruach HaKodesh, The Holy Spirit. We are about to take a journey together towards completeness a journey towards Ruach HaKodesh The Holy Spirit. This is a very long path holding many ways. The Divine Communication. 1. If there is a God shouldn't we be able to see Him? If we have a soul shouldn't we be able to perceive it? We never really understand these things until we experience them. We have to see and feel these things for ourselves. Each of us needs direct experience. Since the dawn of history there have been recorded many supernatural events, and things of spiritual phenomena that individuals experienced. Some phenomena are very subtle. Even once in our history the whole Hebrew nation, together over 600,000 people, experienced the Divine Presence on Mount Sinai. There were also many prophets. In ancient writings we can learn of the meditative techniques that were used by the Biblical prophets to reach their spiritual awareness. These practices involved repeating a divine name over and over many times to induce a meditative state, spiritual consciousness. The name of God is attached to God. The sound of God's name is of Himself. When saying the name with intention one is in touch with God. One is engaged in ultimate engagement with God by engaging their tongue in His service. By God's name one is purified, it can deliver one from death. The best time for meditation is early morning and near the time the sun sets. This can invoke direct divine energy in a mental field, including the subconscious. One must build up the subconscious and strengthen its powers, open the subconscious mind. Meditation will help you to counter mental stagnation and lethargy bringing in its wake happiness and divine abundance in all its forms all according to the invocation of the meditative technique. There are also controlled breathing and movement involved in these meditative techniques. The methods from these ancient schools of meditation require great preparation, and extensive knowledge concerning divine names and their proper ways of application. These techniques can be dangerous for those not adequately prepared. No, speech is energized by breath. The mind can draw energy into breath through though and will. This type of breath will pervade the entire body in the external world. Another ancient meditative practice is prayer. By this also one may experience the mystical moment. By meditation one can develop and energize their own God-given powers and learn to better channel divine energies for self-improvement that will not be limited by constraints of ego. One who prays must direct his eyes downward, humility, and his heart to on high. From here they will acquire the power called faith. Faith encircles you. In one's heart they should imagine they are standing in heaven. One needs to rid their heart of all worldly delights and bodily desires. As they can lead one to be deranged overcome with insatiable cravings. The spiritual heights are attainable only when one frees themselves of such human concerns as pain, anger, anguish, nervousness, irritation, misguided and misdirected motivation and strife. You need to be far from baseless hatred. What you take in from the external world will determine whether you will become deranged or established. Don't bring illness to yourself by taking in bad things, but take in and share only those things that are surely beneficial to your body and soul. By this the mind can become restful and can find true serenity. One needs to have an extreme desire to be free. If a man was tied up so that he could not move his hands or his feet, then a burning coal were placed on his belly he would struggle with all his strength to throw it off. One must have such extreme desire if they want to achieve closeness to the divine. If one wants to cleave to God in the meditation of prayer they need to divest themselves of their body so that their soul may express itself. Don't rely on yourself alone ask God to help free you from the bondage to your body and the limits of its senses and desires. There are many men who are confused. They think I am the body, this is myself, this is a great delusion. They must forsake this narrow view of self. Most people's minds are under the control of their bodies. Many have never taken much of an effort to develop their minds. 
but it is through the soul's powers as expressed by our minds that we are differentiated than other animals. But there are those who don't know this and have trained themselves to see themselves as only their bodies. Like cats and dogs all they want is food, sex and sleep, their soul and higher intellectual powers, they don't know. Some have problems concentrating. There could be many reasons for this. Just as unworked physical muscles are flabby and need to be exercised, so it is by mental muscles. Laziness highly impedes their growth. The cranium needs to work out. But there is still something special about the mind, it requires extra help from heaven. Ideally the mind should be an instrument in the hands of the soul. To be a proper vessel for one soul they need to learn how to control and command to cultivate their mind. Do you control your eyes or do they control you? If one can't control their body how are they going to work their soul? Most all of our waking hours are centered on what the body wants. It's as if we are on autopilot. Most of us are like spoiled children whose minds do whatever they want. One needs to banish all thoughts from their mind and heart so as to be alone with God. No the main thing for connecting to God is the heart. One must rid themselves of their ego so that there is nothing left but God. One can reach a point where there dissolves all consciousness of self. One of the main ideas of meditation is to reach the simple, indivisible, removed inner essence. From that place one can experience how the self is a pure, simple, unrestricted light. Know that love dwells in a latent quality within your heart. When one purifies their heart by divine wisdom and meditation this natural love in the heart is awakened. By meditation in the fullness of one's consciousness. When one's mind is truly attached to the God, one can come to know the presence of the God without doubt. Once one soul has become attached to the God in a revealed way through doing acts of divine service and meditation. By this lifestyle you will come to be aware and know God without doubt. One must focus their mind on one idea, ridding themselves of all strange thoughts. You need to cut through the somethingness, removes blocks, silence the static thus affording your divine soul the opportunity to connect above unhindered. In simple terms, the chattering monkey, internal dialogue and ego divert the self, and keep it preoccupied and in a drunken stupor that separate it from its creator. One must quiet the waves of their mind's thoughts, and this is not easy. The mind has a tendency to wander we need to take control and drag it back to its place. Most of us suffer from sensory overload from television, radio, computers, newspapers books and everything else. We live with sensory overload. Most of us are so accustomed to this that we do not know it, and we have become hostages of the allurements of our senses. Even if one discovers this is the case they have no idea how to turn it off. It takes a concerted effort to take control and quiet the mind, so one can freely think and hear. To accomplish this, to calm the restless mind, one must use discretion concerning the intake of sensory impressions. Sensory impressions are the main food of the mind. The silent mind becomes a lens that reveal our true self, our true inner voice, pure awareness of the inner energized sounds and lights of God through their soul. There their mind can move freely and naturally to find the deeper truth of life. Expand your mind and heart with your inner light so you will be able to grasp and reveal the truth. Let your mind soar without losing focus. When the mind becomes free from fragmentation of thought energy of awareness manifests in the mind. With practice though it can be accomplished. The effort to get ready before talking to God draws divine assistance from on high. The engulfing divine light extends down from a lofty place to engulf the person there and grant a feeling of the omniscient, surrounding, ever-present being. It subdues the storm wind of nervousness and the psyche and grants calmness. It is from this clear starting point one may enter spontaneous prayer. One prays to God in their own words. They ask Him concerning all of their needs. To draw them close to Him. To show the way. There are many solutions to difficulties. The key is to get the right advice. It is worth taking counsel and discussing all issues with God. Ask Him for just the right guidance that will solve all your problems. 
you will find his advice is the depth of your heart. Ask him to help you become holy. This will not be able to be accomplished in a day it is tremendous work. One must struggle for years if they are to become holy. There are those who never fix their mind deeply on any idea. They only occasionally seek to amuse themselves with religion or philosophy. To them these are only objects to entertain themselves with. These people truly are ignorant and dull. They are not persevering. If they happen to learn something worthwhile, they quickly forget all about it. If one only dabbles a little here or a little there they will they will never attain anything. You must as in anything set goals map out a spiritual discipline and supplicate to be successful to fulfill it. There are many things that are fitting for the soul. There is too much to do. If you try to take too much too quick you won't get anything. One can't be partially involved in their spirituality. This might only yield partial spiritual development. Spirituality requires your life, it's not a part-time job. One lifts themselves to oneness with God through complete dedication. A complete commitment is required, or else they will remain slaves to their animal nature, desires, shortcomings, idiosyncrasies and will never be able to transcend this orientation. The liberty of thought, the force of creativity is one of man's greatest virtues. Its denigration and suppression makes man only a slave, having no thought of his own or opinion. Many are swallowed up by the norms of those who do not know so much. Others intellectually learn understand and then come to accept the unity of God in the universe. This is different from arriving to this knowledge from direct spiritual experience. Knowing about something is a lot different than doing it. It does take years to learn, in an instant is realization. You may believe, but what are you doing about it? If you believe in something, do it all the way. There are other people who will turn to God when they have nowhere else to turn to, God being their last hope. He is their place of refuge in their storm of troubles. Some of these will ask for relief from whatever distress they have brought upon themselves. Others come to God asking Him for fame, wealth, power and material things. The proper reason to seek your Creator is to know Him, and then live a good life guided by the highest truth which is divine. To succeed you will need tremendous determination perseverance and will. Books are infinite in number, time is short. So take what you need. You have no time to waste. Time is one thing you can never replace. Every moment you can evoke the divine energy while you still have a body in this world. So don't waste your time. If you miss the truth God wants you to learn this moment, you may have a difficult time catching up with it. Try diligently to live up to what you have learned. Also know that much of religion has become so degraded it is not far from a sham. Years can go by without anything spiritual being attained. Don't become lost in theological ideology and dogma. Or religion's manner of habitual rituals done in rote. Don't be fooled strive for divine awareness the spirit of holiness. This is the ideal. On this should rest our dreams and hopes. One must transcend the mundane state of consciousness, by having no external thoughts. You need to tune out the chatter of the many voices clamoring in our minds all day. This will take his prayer from being just empty words. To prayer in a meditative state of consciousness. Prayer is a state of being. It is not always easy to talk to God. At first one may just not know what to say. It's like being a baby again. Here one has the original qualities of their being. One must learn again how to talk. Speak from the vital force of the newborn baby within you. Babies don't have a problem making noise. It's as like being shy. People become so shy they are afraid to pray to God. Don't let your shyness keep you from talking to God. Be persistent this type of shyness will goes away after you get adjusted to talking to God. If this is the case just say I do not know what to say. Let them say this repeating it over and over till they know what to say. Pray to pray. If one's heart is too heavy and he is unable to speak to God he can still moan and sigh. Eventually the right words to speak to God will come. 
By the development of deep undivided concentration in the meditation of prayer eventually great amounts of time will pass unnoticed. It's like when we are reading a book that we really enjoy. We can sometimes be surprised to find how many hours have passed. Time has a tendency to be unified in the present. Where the past present and future become one in God. Transcendence of time, space and fortune in the infinite eternal. Such a state exists when prayer is elevated to a meditative state of consciousness. The divine presence rests on the heart. Through warmth of heart one dispels impurity as fire dispels air. Just empty your heart to God. Let Him help you through your problems God is the ultimate psychiatrist. Conversing with Him leads to real healing. Talking with God is like taking a rocket ship into the next world. It is a portal into the eternal dimension. It is a window into the above. It sets the head straight, puts things in perspective, and balances the books. This means simply to get out of the small-minded headset of seeing things in the temporal moment and seeing things from the expanded look of forever. Return to eternity. Constant personal prayer builds a strong bond to God. Just as when discussing a problem with a friend makes the problem seem less difficult. So do by discussing your problems with God they will then seem as nothing. As with God on your side you have nothing to worry about. It is better than a hotline to the white horse, it's a hotline 24-7 to the creator of everything, God himself. This awareness itself is one major step of liberation. He is the cause of all causes. All depends upon the degree of closeness to their blessed Creator. One needs to feel embarrassment, shame because of how far they are from God. By this they can be aroused to the boldness of holiness. The boldness of holiness is achieved through joy. There are many, many levels. When one stays at one level they become desensitized to the reality of that level, and fail to feel its spiritual nature after a while, as it becomes so usual to them. One must always be actively seeking to rise up the heights in holiness. The powerful people in the world have great will power and are able to call upon and concentrate divine energy. It is so powerful that it affects others in a moment. Thousands are drawn towards such people. Many come to think as they do. Their thoughts are almost contagious. It's like everyone wants to be with a winner, but it is more than this. Tremendous will can sway the world. All manifestations of power arise from its control. Thought is force. Take the power to grasp the highest guide yourself with perseverance so that you may attain it. This way one can keep themselves in prime spiritual state. By your connection to the infinite powers of God through your divine communications you will establish a direct link to the divine that will inspire your tongue to be articulate, artistic, and aesthetic. It serves as on the job training to become the most effective salesman, spokesperson for whatever line of work you are in. It will lead you to become a most accomplished order. Through prayer one draws life force. God's energy flows throughout the universe. That which you would call God, you are an individualized piece of that power. We really are individuals. Through awareness we can shed our masks and become the divine beings that we were meant to be. Once we are on our most productive path, we become more energized by the divine so to be instrumental in repair of the world. We need to be reflective so to light up our mistakes as well as those of others. We are sparks of God. As the energies filter down to the human level, to the individual soul, they tend, for a number of reasons, to become skewed or unbalanced. This is because of the defects we cause to our souls by refusing to fulfill divine will or doing its opposite. It's like high-voltage transformers that step electricity down to usable levels. The soul is then the interface between God and our own personal energy field. Everything there is comes from the flow of this abundance of divine energy. In reality all there is is energy. As such everything is one continuous substance of this divine energy, on every plane of existence. The whole physical world is one. You and the planets are part of the same infinite ocean of matter. Just different points in the divine energies configurations of distributions. So all is in reach. 
by being included in the divine oneness lost sparks will be restored. Then one must simply learn to ask God for all that they need both materially and spiritually. Your communications with God should be the most personal thing that could be. Ask God for anything. Those things that are large and small. Each detail is his wire of connection. Your words creates vessels to receive the divine flow. They can gain access to the very powers of creation, those that can change nature itself. There is a lot of bad things that happen in this world who knows what your prayer will save you from. Many times it will make or save the day. Pray to God you don't damage others. Pray for peace and happiness for all beings. Ask God for the food you will eat, clothing to wear, livelihood, healing for the sick, and to have a roof over your head. Don't take these things for granted. Don't think it is beneath your dignity to ask God for something small or relatively insignificant. Never forget God is not your supply store or your order taker. Prayer is our response to the lament of the soul. When we're alone, when we're frightened, we reach out in prayer to the Holy One for a helping hand this way one can have God's help at all times. One must come to God as a beggar. Plead before the Divine Presence. Arrogance has no place before Him. A poor man always has his heart in his hand when he prays. He knows he has nowhere else to turn, and on this his life does depend. It's good to pray in the middle of the night, pouring out one's soul before God. Praying for the needs of their soul. Midnight has a redeeming force. Getting up at midnight itself intrinsically negates obstacles between the mind and the heart. It is the master key slash grand sweetener slash the jackpot that wins the lottery, and ameliorates all forces creating obstacles across the board. It is a portal to the next world. It is the hour that gives you a hold on the whole day. One can link to the transcendental, elevate, and liberate themselves by talking to God in the powers of this special hour. It is the special, unique, most precious moment. The early bird catches the light. Utilize the ethereal gift of the choicest time of the day. This was King David's main time of meditation. King David also talked to God when he laid on his bed before he fell asleep. This is one place one is hidden from the sight of all others. One should review all that had happened during the day. If there is something that he would like to accomplish let him talk to God about it, before he goes to sleep. He should repeat his desire forty times. He should speak out his heart. Speaking as a child talking to his father. The middle of the night is a good time to be quietly in seclusion with God. Speak to God in awe as a slave before his master or a child before his father. It is good to take time regularly every day for this practice. One needs to just converse with God. This can be about the problems and difficulties he faces. His request to the Creator. An expression of his desire for God to draw him closer. To arouse the love of God contemplate in your heart concerning his love. Love of God is a shield against misfortune. Love, whether for yourself or for another, is not a feeling or just an emotion, it is a form of divine energy. This energy which pervades throughout the universe and manifests in the form of caring, sharing, commitment, healing, and awareness, generates the special feeling we call love. Love is revealed only when it is desired by heaven. All the favor you have found in your life, and all the misfortune God had delivered you from are all from His love. Most of His saving grace we are completely unaware of. How many times have you barely escaped from disaster? This is all by the grace of God that was displayed to you because God loves you. Consider that your love for your parents, your wife and children are all extensions of your love of God. Also know that especially your relationship with your wife reflects how you express your love of God. By this she will be your problem or your helpmate. One who goes out of his way to relate to their spouse will find that their soulmate brings them to a new dimension of life. One who is self-centered and egotistical will find it more bitter than death to have to be responsible and considerate to relate, and give to someone else. Often another person is mistreated. Instead of blaming the other for this. 
No, non-doing is a action and has its results. Consider that your own actions affect how others, and particularly your spouse, act towards you. Deep messages sent from above to each person through their spouse. Whatever is going on in your relationship, express every detail before God in truth and you are guaranteed connection to Him and will be steered concerning what you need to do. Marriage requires cultivation of the partner's mutual energy and emotional composures together. The primary motivation guiding all aspects of the relationship should be spiritual, not based on the sexual impulse or financial considerations. In all your actions don't act according to impulsiveness, but centeredness. Know that love is not a feeling of closeness, but longing. You feel you've been away from God because you did not talk to Him, even for just one night, it can be tough. You feel the lack. You realize the loss. When you become used to having these divine communications. To arouse a conversation. Think about how lacking you are concerning the knowledge of God, because of this it has become so difficult for you to even speak to Him. It is not like during the times of the prophets, when God openly revealed Himself. Speak to God about it. Until this arouses a certain pleasure. Just talk to God about love and you will feel closer. Especially at times when it seems impossible to find a word to say. If one can find an hour of each day for this purpose they will find that their days are filled with an added quality of pleasantness. One needs to make an effort to talk to God. The amount of effort a person involves in a given thing reflects its value to them. Don't let incidents of the past interfere with your current relationship to God. Find instead with reconciliation deliverance from evil and reward in the next world. You should be sorry over your deeds and make a spoken apology. People aren't perfect, and they sometimes do things that get them into trouble. Saying I'm sorry can help. When apologizing you might also say that you will try to do better. You might promise to fix what was damaged by your actions. Or take back a evil thing you said. Saying I'm sorry when you need to is the right thing to do. It does a lot of good. But by itself, it might not be enough to make everything all better again. Sometimes along with an apology, a person needs to fix the mistake or say they will try to do better. Sometimes a heartfelt I'm sorry fixes everything. But know these things have passed and are over. The time is now. Encourage yourself be stubborn make yourself talk to God. Be like a person speaking to their friend. Do this till your heart is aroused arousing tears or laughter. This does not come easily as from the heart to action are many worlds. This is the difference between conceptual and actual. Speak before God concerning your true feelings, don't pretend. This only detracts from the meditative state by confusing things, be yourself. The toughest thing about feelings is sharing them. This will help you to get closer to God. You have to figure out what feelings you have. You may want to repeat some thing over and over till you feel the meaning of the words of your prayer. Through such persistence you will come to find more of what you need to say. Each word is precious. Who knows the power of our speech? It is by this power that we are separated from lower animals. Know that the words of your prayer after they leave your mouth stand in the atmosphere, they are not lost. In the time appropriate God will fulfill them. Your talks with God can affect, improve, and embellish anything. In aspect of the divine word the Creator breathes into the divine word immortal soul. It is the vibration of universal consciousness which is the origin of space, time and all states of consciousness. Vibration of energized divine word. Speech has the power to awaken us, to awaken feelings from our spirit from the depths of our heart. To bring us to a awakened state of expanded consciousness unimaginable. Talk to God say as many words as you can with your mouth. The awareness of your heart will then follow. Such speech can bring revelation of the spiritual and meditative powers of our souls. This type of speech itself has great power. From speaking to God very much, this self-expression can bring one to the point of experiencing the feelings of great longing, desire and passion that exist in the soul to return to God. To achieve this end a person will be helped by God. 
as this cleaving is his desire and is according to his will. He will help if his help is desired. Then his speech will flow freely. He will then be enabled to speak to God as easily as if he is speaking to his best friend. This was the way of King David. We see it in his book of Psalms. He was constantly expressing his feelings and thoughts before God. King David spent his entire life in prayer. It was by this that he became worthy and able to write the book of Psalms. He was always making his heart humbled before God at all times. This is a main pillar of the ancient holy path that was walked by the patriarchs of the Bible by Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses and all the prophets. They all talk to God all the time. We see this from all their words in the Bible. They asked God to have mercy. They prayed for the future. They prayed asking for the kindness of God. They always turned and talked to God in times of trouble asking for deliverance and redemption. They cried out to God. They prayed for all the things one needs in life. The biblical matriarchs were also always involved in prayer. We can also learn much of the way of prayer by their many prayers in the Bible. You yourself can right now begin to walk down this path of spiritual awareness, God consciousness that led the prophets to knowledge of God. The soul is knowledge. Being an innate faculty of intuition and insight is one level of its powers. Its intuition knows the whole picture. This is one of the ultimate truths of nature. Know that inspiration is in everyone's nature as it was with the ancient prophets. But you must develop these profound spiritual abilities. Personal spiritual development. The methods for doing so are to be received by those virtuous individuals who prepare themselves adequately. Their ability to understand comes as a reward for their righteousness. One just needs to begin sometime. Talking to God is so high that there are tremendous obstacles to it. Something so simple and easy can be extremely difficult. One may not be able to find time. Just talk to God do it now. Express everything in your heart to God. Just speak out. No matter what. Let your speech flow as a river. Speak about the past. Talk to God about what is currently happening in our life. What is going on? When you are not sure what to do, ask God. Don't rely on the fact that God knows your unspoken thoughts. Speak out, the words themselves have power. Tell God what you are going through. When you take leave of your sojourn with the Holy One, do so with parting remarks. Know that man is free to make plans, but their outcome is not guaranteed unless God allows it to be. All that happens is controlled from above. Talk to God about it. Realize that it is God who created the world. And is continuing with its creative process. If you knew the whole picture your life would be a different story than as you perceive it now. If the world that God created contains so many mysteries we can't understand. How can one even begin to think they can understand God or what He does? Even involving their own personal providence. Even so it is best when one comes to understand that all things that happens in one's life are just, and according to divine will. God guides our lives in a very personal tailor-made fashion. One needs to deepen their mentality and probe to understand what the hints are. The God guides us in a way in which we can grow. Recognition of God in your life today gives birth, brings out, and manifests the essence of your true being. Open your eyes. See and internalize the lessons from divine providence. Listen whether God speaks through His prophets, and sages, the Bible, His creations in nature, events in history or from events in an individual's life. To understand the divine interactions in our lives one must know that all the events in their life are part of the same story. One must view these things as all related. Your life story are as pieces of a puzzle, with the right focus the whole picture can be seen with stunning clarity. Then you may be better able to understand what's really going on. All these are His communications to us. Sometimes you need to learn to read between the lines to grasp what is not openly stated. Eventually you will develop the sixth sense of intuition, it is received from above. We live in a universe full of messages from God. The world itself is His schoolroom.
all its walls are full of charts, diagrams and instructions so that there is left no vacant place. Once the gate is open, a person can see divine messages are sent to him in whatever place he looks at. Being connected can serve as a hotline grant knowledge of what providence is doing in the world, on the macro level, and with the person himself, on the micro level. When the wavelengths are cleared by our lives coming closer to be more aligned with ultimate divine will for us the power of reception will become more opened in the psyche to hear the messages that are constantly being given. The mind becomes lit to fathom the hints given and relate to God from them. As from the infinite divine broadcast. Perceiving the underlying unity of the performance and interaction of divine providence in your life brings joy. The joy opens a channel of inspiration, intuition, and innovation. A radio broadcast travels great distances yet is unseen, such as the divine communications. To these communications are a broadcasting and receiving mode. The receiver and transmitter for this divine communication is your soul, God is there with you. If one cannot recognize, understand and see divine providence in their life ask God about it. Don't be satisfied with superficial answers, a man is deep. Search for the depth. But to begin with one must first be willing to see, to listen to that small still voice within. Then they can begin to understand what God is trying to teach them. No, the creation was made in order for you to get to know God. You must be focused. Remove all distractions from your mind so that you will be sure to get the message. Just shut your mind to outside influences and devote yourself to developing the truth that is within. This will help one to be able to put themselves into their words. Ask God to help you become one and live with the lessons you have learned from recognizing divine providence. Talk to God about all one's personal battles. Come to terms with your Creator. No need to be a coward ever. Ask Him to make you brave and strong no matter what happens enabling you to overcome any challenge. One must not stop until they are answered. No matter how long it may take, continue to talk to God. You will be answered, this is absolute certainty. Many time requests require lobbying heaven for 40 days in prayer. The test of this world requires that there always be free will. This means that, to varying degrees, there is always a cloak over what is really going on. One of the main ways that this takes shape is that prayer does not always seem to be answered. At times you won't see revealed the results of your prayers. It is as if God plays hide and seek. But know your prayers have been accepted when you come out of it with strength. Never lose hope and continue to pray till you are answered and then some. Remember all this occurs because it is your prayer that God wants. No, first prayer affects things upstairs, then in this world. If you don't like your world, change it. You can create new realities by spending time longing for the one above and expressing it. Simply desire to bring something into being for the divine honor, activate and enunciate it. Ask God to help you develop into a better person discuss with Him your blessings and difficulties, good choices and mistakes, negative choices, tendencies, and acts. Collect all the general places where you know you are tended to be selfish. One by one, ask God for the privilege of being able to merit to offer them up to Him. When you actually do it, ask that He should accept it as a sweet savor, a fire offering to God, lived out one to nine, that makes before Him pleasure, appeases, and awakens His face to shine. The main sacrifice is selfishness, to take it and turn it into giving. This is the point of all that man must do. Ask God to help you strengthen, fortify, and improve your good choices, traits, and deeds. If a certain bad quality is causing problems on a regular basis ask God to help you overcome it. God is the best therapist. By talking to God you can also fix all of your problems, difficulties, and lacks. Reviewing before God all the things that you should not have done, and all the things that you should have but did not. Edit. Renew, and rewrite the script of the movie of your life. If a person is in need of acquiring a certain positive quality talk to him about this. Talk to God about all the details of your livelihood activities. 
even the Wall Street Journal can become a thing to talk to God about. All successful and unsuccessful deals should be brought into your talks. Discuss with God all details about all of your future ideas, short and long term. Ask Him what merchandise to get involved in, what stocks to buy and sell, what trade to adapt, etc. Everything must pass through the stages of thought and word before coming into action. By this you will make the right choices so to fulfill all your ambitions. The more one enunciates ambitions, aspirations, and endeavors before God, the more connected they will be to Him when they finally materialize. His light will rest on them and shine to the world. This involves the future. Ask God for assistance to uncover, unearth, and unlock the point of truth in your heart. Ask God for the privilege to see, know, and experience the infinite light. Ask God to show you the specific, tailor-made, perfect fit work that your soul depends upon for its completeness. When the soul is in contact with this, it feels at home, is illuminated, and is awakened to function in full. Let your divine consciousness take you home. Back to the Godhead the source of your soul. This means that the soul gazes a full-spectrum picture of reality by the light of its special portion. Your soul knew all these things before it descended into a body in this world. Life is a mission of seeking to retrieve this information and awareness. A person needs to find the lowest rung of the cable line of his portion, and follow it up level after level until he ascends to its highest source above. This soul connection can uplift mentality by instant expansion. Ask God to help you toil in soul work until He is able to access this root of your soul in the upper worlds. By talking to God you can conquer the whole world without shooting one bullet. But at least ask God to help you conquer yourself. Ask God for the ability to see Him in nature, and all concealed places, know that little by little, providence will be revealed until the world will see. Ask God to open your soul to reveal the printout register in your mind so you may know what is going on. Spontaneous conversation with God is one of the best network lines to receive such knowledge. You will discover novel concepts streaming through your consciousness that tell you what is going on with the world at large. This is part of the reason that many report that after these talks they return to see a completely different world. Plugging into this headset can open to a person a tremendous power of renewal. Also know that once one is connected to a deep place inside, it is then possible to ascend to a very high place above. At times one does not feel inspired. Nonetheless, through turning the attention to singing to God, it opens the heart to be able to reach an inspired divine state. It's also most important to appreciate what God has given and done for you. One must thank Him for what appears bad as well as good. When something seemingly tragic may happen or already has happened, God forbid, these are certainly times to pray, and without delay. Turn to God and beseech Him to heal family and friends who are beset with illness. Be God's partner and direct His divine energy into those who wish to be restored in mind, body, and spirit. You eventually may be able to help heal people wherever they may be. Understand much of our everyday experience involves the transfer of energy over long distances, satellite dishes are just one example. There are energies all about us traveling great distances in short amounts of time such as radio waves and TV signals. But the directing of divine energy and healing is a bit different. It's easier as it is not necessary for the energy to travel anywhere. God fills all the world with His glory, Isaiah 6 3. It's just a matter of invoking this energy. It's never far away. No, simultaneously the God dwells in His heavenly abode while at the same time is present in every atom in creation. The God is present everywhere dwelling on the rays of the sun or the light of the moon or in your cup of water. The God it's there. The God and His energy are two distinct things yet at the same time they are one and the same. Many times the energy is the problem itself. It can be that if one quits working on a divinely inspired goal, its energy becomes blocked. The energy of its inspiration. It becomes trapped in us. This can cause physical and psychological health problems. 
God has even given the body and the mind has the innate ability to heal itself, but it requires some effort on our part sometimes to help it along. Just note what happens when you cut your finger or sprain a ligament. It heals itself, it needs no intervention. All it needs is a healing environment like keeping the wound clean or resting the sprain. The needed powers are inherent. Sometimes the body just needs a little push. Healing with divine energy is a very natural process. In healing one should not rely alone on their own power or that of their doctor but the divine life force that flows through all of us. This way you will not be so limited, you must remember a human being is not only a physical body. The body is only a encasement for your soul. Ultimately healing comes through channels of divine grace and mercy, please God. Physical illness, psychological problems and emotional disorders are rooted in some way with not living in harmony with the universe. Bringing health and balance to the body is not something to leave to chance. Any intelligent person will make a sincere effort to achieve this. Physical diseases have their origins in energy imbalances of the soul. By maintaining a healthy energetic body and mind you will be more receptive to the lights of God that fill and surround you. Life should be a process of purification of your body for optimal health and energy. All the organs of the body, its fluids and its nervous system construct an intangible energy field in superconsciousness. At times a medicine may be helpful, but God is able to send His healing energy into even bread or water. So eat for your health. Everyone knows, you are what you eat. God may be looking after our souls but our bodies are under the influence of our cooking. No, food can be poison or nourishment and medicine. How much better is it to eat to prevent illness than having to take medicines to cure them? There are food that when eaten regularly will prolong one's life like medicine. It's best to eat natural foods grown in good soil in a natural way. There are many diets, raw foods are as harder to digest than cooked food. The key is in all things is balance. There have been spiritual masters who ate very little. Most people in their life eat many times, and need to, as they cannot draw the life force they need to exist only from the air. They may even do this more than anything else. Even three times a day. So shouldn't this behavior be constructively directed? Eat a balanced diet so to refine and harmonize your body. You will feel better, have more energy. Everyone can use this. Don't eat too much of sugar, fat, oil, or animal proteins. Don't cause yourself to die of cancer or some other painful degenerative disorder. Avoid pesticides, preservatives, and artificial additives. The bugs won't even eat the pesticides, they don't want to die. How about you? In a certain sense life is a serious series of detoxification efforts emotionally and biochemically. Awareness of one's mortality. That one day their body will break down and their life in this world will be extinguished like the flame of a candle, is a great thing. As this makes us sober. It helps us to take responsibility for the rest of life we have left and live sensibly and make the most out of it. Health is a balanced state of energy. Illness is an imbalance and healing is the process of rebalancing. Illness arises from the misalignment of the energies and healing come about by aligning our distorted energy patterns with the perfect divine pattern that was intended. It's something like tuning a piano, but more complex. Imbalances could have a host of causes which would generally include physical or emotional trauma and stress. The source of our stress, illness and emotional problems many times is the failure to live in the moment. You can't let circumstances of any kind take control, preoccupy your mind. No it is your mind. Take control and be here now. Eliminate all stress, if you don't do it who will? Begin the healing process by taking responsibility for your stress intentions. To healing are many measures, to each their own. There is energy work with stones, herbs, sound, color, vibration and the divine life-giving energy itself for us to work with. Our healthcare system should be called an illness care system. It may be more effective to manage your health, 
then wait till the opportunity arises to manage premature aging, metabolic disorders, illness or degenerative diseases. Health professionals may be needed, but we need to do the work. Live long, health should be a serious concern to you. As there is much in this lifetime you will have the possibility of accomplishing if you can hold on to your body and not throw it away needlessly to disease. Be determined not to fall sick. You must feel the fire of determination. When one has had enough of their sickness they can cease to be sick. Remember that your body is the ship which will carry you to the other shore of the ocean of life. Don't sink it. It must be taken care of. Don't leave your health to chance. Exercise regularly, use it or lose it, but avoid excessive strain on your body. Valuable exercise will speed up blood circulation and therefore metabolism. Aerobic activity will increase your rate of respiration and thereby contribute to improvement to your general state of health. Breathing well is so important. In the breath that enters one's nose is their life enjoined to them each minute, without which they would not be. Breath is controlled movement of life force, out and into the body. Speech comes from breath. The mouth is connected to divine speech and breath. It's important to do exercise that strengthens the spine, this in turn will have a beneficial effect on the nervous system. Physical vigor is a great blessing not only for your body but your mind and soul as well. Maintain a spiritual regimen for your spiritual health and development. You need to establish harmony of your internal energies and harmonization among them. Many times two patients may be ill with the same chronic illness one will die another will live. Both receive the same treatment. The doctor can't do it all sometimes a person needs also to help themselves. Healing is soul work. Two people can both have faith in God and yet only one may be healed as healing is dependent on more than faith. Ultimately it is the divine energy which heals. Getting to know your higher self, your soul, is a loving and powerful way to move closer towards healing. Then with the help of God all will be well. We just need to continually draw nearer to God, the true healer. So that we can get in touch with His healing light. Light of the Omnipresent, the treasure of divine power. It will shine upon them and encompass them in its radiance. A man who has worked to connect his soul to its source above is able to bring his mind into a state which makes him a fit conduit of the divine energy for healing for himself or it can be conveyed others. Time and distance are only concepts that help define our physical reality alone. Know that your ability to control your body should be like controlling the horses of your chariot. Your mind is the reins. According to the development of your intellect is your charioteer. Your soul is the rider. Your body is the chariot. If your horses are very strong but will not obey the reins, or if the charioteer doesn't know what he is doing, the rider can be brought to ruin. But if you can control your body so to make it act according to your mind and not by chance, and if you also develop your mind so that it can correctly direct your body in a direct way to the desired destination efficiently, there should not be the slightest separation of mind and body. Then the rider your soul will accomplish the desired goal. Ideally one's soul will creatively inspire them, so that emotionally their spirit will be uplifted resulting in the body being involved in inspired actions of holiness that are very constructive. Actions that can be of valor, courage, heroic and extraordinary. Ask God to help you with this, by allowing you to see things from an impartial, objective, unbiased perspective of truth. Then you will have great motivation from on high in all you do. The God willing you will find peace, love, calm and contentment. When talking to God it is best when one does not hear any other people around them, or is even aware of other people that are anywhere near him at the time. It's good in the summertime to go out into a forest, field or the desert to talk to God. Beautiful scenes in nature clear one's mental field. A periodic retreat from the dwelling places of men can be a renaissance for your soul. At times traveling will reset one's mind and relax their spirit. One should just consider that there is nothing existing but God and himself. 
He should even nullify himself to the point that when he is talking to God he is not aware of himself at all. One ultimately needs to surrender himself to God. His awareness then is only of God. When a person returns from such a conversation with God he will often see the world much differently than before as if it was all created anew. In truth ultimate a man does not have to escape human society in order to make contact with the divine and to preserve the purity of their soul's garments. In truth we were not put in this world, in human society to run away from it. We need to establish the truth from heaven to the earth. Instead one is meant to gain mastery over themselves and improve the world. It is in this world we seek communion with God and His open revelation in outlives. Many of the greatest thought have been stumbled upon when one is alone in the middle of the night. The main purpose of these conversations with God is to realize and grow in revealing the attachment of spirit and soul to God. The soul, higher self, knows everything about us and sees the bigger picture. It has universal realization. The hookup to this level requires universal feelings of compassion and devotion. This will bring one into contact with the universal life force, known as God. With divine help from our souls we can know the past and guide our potential future. Your soul can be a wonderful guide. Just imagine the possibility of seeing everything more clearly. Even if one feels far from God, and is even unaware of their soul's connection to their spirit and body. Even if you find it difficult to find words to say to God do not become discouraged. Know that everyone at times finds this difficult. Some people find it difficult to connect to God when they feel they are at a spiritual low, while others find it difficult when they are on a high level. Become the barren of barrenness. All the emptiness comes from the hiding of God's presence. The more you feel the surrounding barrenness, the more you yearn for Him. The longing from such places reveals the divinity in the void vacuum. One does not always merit spiritual arousal. Don't ever allow yourself to feel rejected by God. If one feels far from the ability to talk to God, they must realize that such a thing is on a very high level and is truly a matter of greatness. One can be happy and find comfort and joy from each and every word that they are given to say to God. Just say every word with great concentration and feeling as if there is nothing else in the world. Pay careful attention to each word you are saying and this will automatically increase your ability to have awareness and concentrate. Think about the meanings of the words and their nuances. Know that talking to God is a battle. In this battle you are fighting against the evil within you. When one prays or does an act of merit all the negative forces created by one's evil actions then cry out for their share of sustenance. Whatever good he prays for they try to bring him to the opposite result. These evil forces will try to take as much of the divine abundance of blessing as they can from a person. They try to take away all his spiritual motivation. By your words you can arise victorious. You can break down the walls that are blocking your way with words. Then the gates will fly open for you. Realize the difficulties you face are really nothing, and you are about to overcome the enemy lines. Hidden inside difficult things many times is a very hidden great light talk to God with all of your might. By this you will then see how to overcome any difficulty. Then your prayer will become fluent. The more you are connected to God at the time of talking, the more inspiration will rest on your dialogue. Your words will burn like a fire in your heart. From this fire in your heart your very presence will even light up others with light, warmth and vitality. This divine fire is the source of the light of the love of life, the source of balance and growth. From this fire of God's love, the holy breath of your words to God become like kisses coming off your lips. The words of your conversations with God if spoken with all your might can arouse real enthusiasm and deep feelings of emotion. It's like being consumed in fire. No, this divine fire is the essence of your immortal consciousness and it exists filling and surrounding all levels and planes of existence. When the thought to talk to God arises no matter where one may be they should not let it pass without strengthening oneself with a few words of prayer. Right then and there they must talk to God and not let the precious moment pass. 
He must not delay or go elsewhere but then in their talk to God expressing your spiritual desire and longing. Do not move from the spot till you have done this. We can pray anywhere. Standing online in a supermarket, sitting in traffic, or waiting to meet someone are all appropriate moments for prayer. Life's gate opens and closes. Don't interrupt the flow to your thoughts by moving to a place you think may be more desirable, as the place is now is the time. Not everyone is worthy of doing this. Days pass and are gone, one finds his life is over and he never took the time for this important practice of talking to God. The only time it is too late is once a person is dead. Speak to God for yourself now. You deserve it. If there is a place where you always feel something, you get a certain flash of awakening of God. Don't let it go. It is good to constantly engage your mind in divine thought no matter what you are doing. This builds a great love of God which will effuse the divine communication. Take the time to stop that moment and talk to God. There is some special spark of divine light presently present there that is waiting for you to connect it above. Pour out your thoughts as a child pleading before his parents. As it's written in the Bible you are children to God your Lord, Deuteronomy 14,1. Speak in simplicity as a child would relentlessly beg his father for what he wants. Spread out your hands before God and beg for His mercy. When you raise your hands in prayer your inequity can be lifted. Let them reach up to the throne of glory, from where God rules. According to the depth of feeling you express you will be blessed. Prayer rises by hope and desire. It's an instinctual natural thing for you to pray. Sometimes prayer comes out as silent scream it involves a higher plane, the world of thought. Its power is infinite. Sounds of silence. The mind reaches to places that the body can't go. There is a scream so deep from the depths of the heart that transcends speech, cannot be voiced, and must remain silent. A person can mentally scream from one end of the world to the other. It is a most powerful sound that can pierce the universe. The Godhead descends in transcendental sound. The nature of prayer is the invocation of mercy. It's even possible to begin crying as a child, but this will not come at first. Talk to God every day and you will become closer and it will become easier to express your thoughts more clearly. Also know that as we get closer to God we get ever more humble, as we realize who it is we are standing before when we talk to God, the King of Kings, who is the Holy One blessed is His Holy Name. This arouses awe before His presence. Awe is the very first step upon which one approaches the Divine Presence. One comes to awe of God by loving Him. From this love grows the admiration that yields respect. By knowledge of the great awesomeness of God that we respect. One can only stand in awe before His Presence. The love and awe of God becomes instinct. It is who you are. Love is a two-way street. If one walks in love with God out of humility, God will come to you accordingly through everything in this world. The whole world belongs to God to express His love. God sometimes will lower a person, so to prepare them for greatness. At times the road of life will knock us off our feet. As sometimes this is what it takes to bring us to peace and humility at the next level. Humility is not to be confused with a feeling of lowliness that leads to depression as then it becomes difficult to speak to God. Our heart needs to be like that of a young child, contrite, who realizes the only way he will get what he wants is to ask his parents. We must turn to God for each and everything for all our needs. All is His to give as He sees fit. It is God who gives shape to that which is yet formless. By Him there is no lacking ever. The knowledge that God controls all in the world is a treasure of righteous virtuous people. It's easiest to speak to God when we are happy so it's best to be happy all day. This way you will always have splendid days. By keeping a cheerful disposition one is protected from disease, envy and jealousy. Joy is a power to concur death. Sometimes when a person is speaking to God, God will set aside other matters he is involved with. This may even include an evil decree which he was just about ready to fulfill. 
Thus the world is saved from judgments. However each word may have little effect invoking mercy from above, but as time goes on the many words come together to build a vessel for the desired effect. Don't wait till a judgment has been decided and sealed above. It's harder then to pray than it was before. Talking to God is good and helpful for everything needed. Through one's talks with God they will come to rid themselves of all fears. You will not fear any person in the world. You should know that God is fighting for you at all times. Even when you stand silent. All the more so when you ask Him for help. You will only stand in awe of God. You will ascend to perfect knowledge. It is the natural process of prayer to fix one's grasp of true knowledge. The Creator reveals His wisdom to those who work on themselves for His sake. Always holding on to this truth, reveals the unification of God to His world. By this He rules. Revealing God in His world removes evil from it. Prayer draws the loving forces of God's giving for the renewal of the world. Transcendental songs and melody of prayer are from the spirit of life resting on the corners of the lungs. The world is built by arousing the song of the flow of the kindness of God. Through this is revealed upon the individual and the world God's kingship and ruling. Man has free choice, but in the way he chooses God pushes him. According to what a person thinks they need God gives to them. If set your goals low you won't go very far. There are many excuses that can prevent one from making the correct choices, but do the right thing. When you do the right thing, you do what you need to do. This is your nature. It is the truth. You will find happiness be calm and end up content if you live according to your true nature. Generally, just followings the crowd is not considered a strong commitment. The idea that everyone's doing it may influence some people to leave their better judgment, or their common sense behind. People influence your life, even if you don't realize it, just by spending time with you. You learn from them, and they learn from you. It's only human nature to listen to and learn from other people. Making decisions on your own is hard enough, but when other people get involved and try to pressure you one way or another it can be even harder. The artificial life of modern civilization can be on a man's heart and dreams as deforestation is to the rainforests. Most need to discover and recover that which has already been lost. Do not be timid and vulnerable to pressure. Paying attention to your own feelings and beliefs about what is right and wrong can help you know the right thing to do. Inner strength and self-confidence can help you stand firm, walk away, and resist doing something when you know better. Move closer to the truth of who you are. Move beyond the limitations of your personality. From having a harmonious personality, in harmony with one's natural instincts one comes to know the love and joy of life. You need to one with yourself and the one above. Try to live a life that will make you fault free. Defeat your own inner resistance. You must refine your personality. Sometimes in one's life they must stand alone. The right people can have a positive influence on each other. Choose your friends wisely. Our spiritual journey truly begins when we say to God all I have is yours. As a mother has a total commitment to her child. Then you can say to yourself the world was created for me. Beginnings are most important as they usually are some reflection of what will be the result in the end. So one should always start out things in a positive way. The main thing is the fruits that result from your work in the end. One should always choose the path of holiness and purity, purity of mind and purity of heart. One's will is their sword. Their agreement to their inner voice that is their will. It is strength. It is the awe of God that strengthens this commitment, and our supernal being. Purity makes one's prayer as a sword. This is to one who weighs his words in judgment. As said earlier, one word, one session of talking to God may not be enough to elicit the specific display of divine of mercy that is desired. It can take many words to get the desired response. One needs at times to restrain his speech to silence. This is when one's words lead to nowhere. Embrace God in the profound silence within your heart. Maintain the utmost stillness. This rises thought. 
he may be then able to see into the awareness that was beyond him. One needs silence to go beyond time, to grasp things presently beyond oneself. Many times when words are exhausted, the truth becomes apparent. Everything is according to the strength of one's commitment. Love dependent on something ends when the desired object is achieved. Such is not a solid commitment, and will last. It is not the inner strength that yields the necessary will and motivation. True love is free. It is without calculation. Ultimately one will do and give anything for love. The measure of one's love is expressed by what they are willing to do beyond what is required of them. You only turn to God when you need something. When there is nowhere else to turn. In such a relationship how close do you expect to be to God? One's love of God must be a self-propelling force from their divine awareness. This force propels them to do more work to reveal an even greater perception, inner vision of God. That even motivates them further, with greater excitement. This will bring a smile to your face. When this awareness is forgotten by our lackings there is felt a loss. There are many who experience visions out of body experiences, channel spirits, have mystical dreams and various sorts of other states. Note that these revelations and states do not necessarily mean one has attained the level of real awakening, these things sometimes are given for some reason or can even be from the dark forces and are no sign at all that a person has achieved self-realization in union with God. It is better to be overly cautious rather than too daring while seeking out and working with supernatural powers. Through the completion of prayer ultimately there will come the Messiah and there is redemption. Going further. Imagine yourself marooned on a vast deserted island, struggling just to survive. You could survive with just the bare essentials. Or start exploring your island moving further inland and away from your comfort zone. Along the way you can make many discoveries that will enhance your life. The discovery of your soul is very much the same overwhelming experience. With a certain amount of awareness, our lives can be enhanced a thousandfold and more, with the discovery of our souls. The only thing that will deny you access to your soul is your own thoughts. Denial of the soul has far-reaching ramifications. The ultimate goal of the universe is to reach the boundless, blissful, utopian state of the world to come. The minds of most are sunk in this small world and its tribulations and the final end is too far from them to relate to. Exist beyond the physical. Inner space dwarfs outer space, implode before exploding. The universe of the mind is infinitely greater than the physical universe. Seek to see, investigate, and conquer its intriguing frontiers. Earth is the world with which we're all familiar, it's the world of what we can perceive through the five senses. The spiritual worlds however, are something quite different. Yet they are similar as they are the source and basis of this world. Here we have manifestation. We have actions, physicality, emotions and thoughts. Here our thoughts can be correct or their opposite. In the divine spiritual worlds their only truth exists. There is the source of divine intuition that leads to the foundation of our thoughts and creativity. It is there that there is adjusted the lens of our objective reasoning. From there is revealed the powers which animate the forces within our emotions. The life force that vitalizes our bodies comes from there. From there actually comes forth the energy that gives the appearance and continual existence of everything in this physical world. The only thing we can call with this level of godliness is nothingness, it is the source of creation. All things in the manifest world come from this unmanifested state which we are calling nothing. This nothingness and God's creation are in an indivisible bond. The truth is subtle. When you try to make it clear to yourself it evasively reverts to nothingness. These spiritual worlds that exist even though we may not be aware of them are the root and source of our world. From the continuous flow of divine energy that we receive from these spiritual worlds our physical world continues to exist and is sustained. To enhance our connections to the energy that emanates from the spiritual worlds. One has to make a concerted effort to tap into that potential. 
This comes from awareness of God in all aspects of our lives the physical, the emotional, and the mental together with the realm of divine inspiration. And fulfilling the divine will while we are attached to these places. This is true whether one is engaging in a business transaction, giving charity or praying. If one strays from the way that is right and good they can no longer perceive their true nature. Don't conduct yourself perilously losing touch with the root of your soul. You can't afford to lose this. It can be compared to water irrigating a field. You know, it is the natural way for the water to flow. If there is rocks and garbage in the canal the water will not flow well. One must then clean these canals up. No God in all your ways don't have any garbage in them. Then the waters will flow with force. New waters will rush in. Then the field will be able to get the water it needs to produce the best fruit. Everything one comes in contact with turns to gold dash attains a state in which its inner essence of divinity is manifest. This is knowing him in all of one's ways. Everyone will ascend from this world when their body is finished. The starting point and the rate of ascent is determined by what a person did while still on this temporal plane living in this world. According to your merit your soul will be able to rise up and have access to the supernal realms. So know God in all your ways. To draw more divine flow from the spiritual worlds we just need to fulfill divine will with a greater connection and desire thus we draw more and greater quality light, energy. Each soul is divine, part of the goal is to manifest this divinity that is within and beyond. Supernatural beings flow their power to those here who turn to God for help. There are literally universes upon universes of ideas, concepts, and thoughts, kaleidoscopes of feelings, experiences, and awareness, dimensions of delight, joy, and bliss of God experience. What do you do to keep your spirit, your soul alive and growing? Once one has attained what is written in these pages they may succeed in going further. Without attaining a higher level of divine consciousness, what success one can attain in their spiritual endeavors is quite limited. Yet the work alluded to in this book alone is fit for a lifetime, yet one will know when to go beyond. As there is always more. The exact nature of drawing the supernatural divine energies which are the perfection of the soul in its fullest are generally not discussed publicly. This is hidden wisdom, but the gateway to its perception is found in my first book The Owner's Manual to the Soul. Refer to there it will take you higher. With the help of God there is a lot more coming in upcoming parts of the Owner's Manual to the Soul including the Kabbalah. Duh. If you dig long and hard enough, sooner or later, you'll find what you're looking for, like an explorer in search of a rare gem.